0: Oh my gosh. Welcome back, everyone, to Region Unlocked Season 3. We have got so much new stuff for you. All kinds of new content, uh, new information about games, things that we want to tell you. Jake, stop. That was 10 seconds.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to Region Unlocked now season three my name's Cameron and I'm Jake (laughs) oh my gosh Jake don't interrupt me I'm so
0: sorry I'm just so excited to be back Cameron and you know I'm just gonna blame the lag that we get from being overseas you know
1: no that's true it is very easy to talk over each other yes yeah it is oh (laughs) sorry (laughs)
0: that
1: was a joke (laughs) okay okay all right Jake, we've been gone for a while. I just looked it up, and our last posted episode was March 19th of 2021. Uh, Right now, today we are recording on June 21st. So looking at exactly, what is that, three months? Two months? Three months. Quite a few days, more or less. March, April, May. Yeah, three months. Okay. So... In, the, in this gap in our break, Jake and I have been trying to record ahead, get lots of stuff ready for you for season three. We actually were not <laughs> that great about it. We took a <laughs> lot of time off, which was a lot of fun. We didn't always podcast. Sometimes we just played games together online and just kind of thought about what future content we should do. But we're very happy to be back.
0: Yes. And everything that we've been doing in the meantime is all just future content material. So we've got a lot of stuff for you. And yeah, I'm thrilled to be back as well, Cameron. Good.
1: So uh, you probably noticed we have a new logo. Jake, what do you think about the new logo? Uh, the new logo is fantastic. <laughs> oh, I'm Always glad. better than the last logo. I'm glad I'm glad you think that. So disclaimer, Jake has not seen the logo yet. He's lying to you. But As I read my hand, Uh, it's a wonderful logo and it has all the... Oh, oh, sorry. Do I not read that now? (laughs) Not yet. Okay. (laughs) So I will say I did... I really struggled with what to go with here because, I mean, a new season logo, we're going to see it every week. It's got to be great. And I was really proud of the season two logo. So I couldn't... I didn't know how close to stick with that or how like sleek to go. But I, I think I went with something a little sillier. And there's actually a story behind it which you will hear in next week's episode. That's what inspired it. So next week's episode is actually way in the past for us. So we are recording this episode as live as we can. We're a little late. We're talking about E3 2021 today. Yes, we are. We're about a week late to give our opinions. Um, The rest of the internet has already given theirs. You probably already have yours, but Jake and I have not talked about it together. And I'm eager to see what he thinks, and uh, get into some E3 goodness. But before that, Jake, just uh, give us a little info. What's going on for you in Japan?
0: Well, right now, it's fairly sunny, and summertime in Japan is quite humid. So, I've been keeping my AC on as much as possible. Not during the podcast, because it's noisy. (laughs) So, as I swelter here, I'm just joking. It's not that bad. But, um, yeah. Yeah. It's been quite humid, and uh, it's just nice to go out and walk a lot and explore because of that. Yeah. So, um, on top of that, some really big news. Japan
1: has vaccines now for COVID. (laughs) Wow. So, what's what's that rollout look like for you guys? Has it been old people first, and now you're finally in line, or what?
0: Yes, it has been senior citizens first, and they've been getting theirs for a little while, actually. But just now everyone has been able to get the chance to sign up for reserve stocks for people who maybe didn't want to get theirs or extras that um, clinics have had. Mm -hmm. So they've been rolling those out, but starting next month, everyone can get theirs. Um, And I actually very luckily got my ticket to get mine. So uh, yeah, it's going to be as of next month accessible to everyone. I just need to go to a clinic and get it and everyone else
1: can too. Very nice. Do you know which one it is? I believe it's AstraZeneca. Oh, okay. It's a little bit different. Yeah, we don't really have that one over here. Yeah. Or
0: it's not common if we do. Mm Mm-hmm. Heard the same. I think that's all they have right now. Maybe I'm mistaken,
1: but who knows? Cool. Well, that's exciting. Hopefully things get a a little bit back to normal for you, and maybe you can come visit and be allowed to get back into Japan afterwards. Yes. All that.
0: Have people come visit here. Me visit America, and just not feel so contained anymore. Yes, that would be awesome. Not that Japan's contained. This is a great country. There's lots to do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, apologies for any future episodes, because, like I said, I think the next we've already recorded like the next seven. So, (laughs) the next episode you hear, it was three months ago, and it might be Jake being like, "Oh, Japan sucks right now. Can't do anything." (laughs) So, sorry if there's a little weird time gap there in consistency, but anyway, <laughs> enough about the logistics of the podcast. so Jake, you asked me if there's any I've, sorry, were you done? Is there anything else worth noting that you've been up to? as of right now,
0: not really. Oh, I've been rewatching the office on what on Netflix, uh, it's not on Netflix here. Well, we only get three seasons in Japan. oh, really. Yeah, so I've got to find something else to get Season 4 on, which really stinks.
1: Oh, well. Yeah, because it's on uh, Peacock now. Because everyone has to have their own streaming app. Yep. It's Mm -hmm. really frustrating (laughs) because we keep up with the the Office Ladies podcast every week. And so every week it's like, oh, I want to watch this episode. I want to get back into it. (laughs) But no, it's a pain, especially because... I think Peacock, like there's a free version, but there's not an app for it on our TV. So we have to like Chromecast it to our TV and it's just Mm. not as smooth. But Mm. uh, I mean, there are ways to watch it if we really wanted to. But yeah, good. I'm glad you have it on Netflix. It's been great. (laughs) Good. So me at the moment, I've kind of gotten back into some Game Boy Advance nostalgia and partially due to one of the announcements that we're going to talk about a little later, but I did get on eBay and won a few auctions and have uh, like three Game Boy Advances now laying around that I'm going to mod out and <laughs> do who knows what with them. So, I mean, I play them or give them to someone else, obviously one of the one of those two. <laughs> but uh, I just love the Game Boy Advance. It's so cool, especially it once it's modded. It's a, it's a pretty nice handheld system. It really is. Talk about some fun times.
0: Now that you mentioned that, I was out today in downtown Tokyo visiting almost exclusively used video game stores. By the way, I did find the Super Potato of Tokyo. Oh, you did? Pretty cool. Yeah. Very similar to the other ones in Osaka, but amazing. Nonetheless, uh, I was actually seeing modded out Game Boy Advances today and modded out systems just in general. Um mm-hmm just being sold like as a small business, like maybe from some professional
1: modder. Huh? Yeah. Um, did you see how much they were going for? Uh, no, I did not,
0: but they were really cool. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I should have probably looked at the price.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. So, uh, that's what we've been up to in the, the recent times. So let's go ahead and let's get in to E3 2021. Before we started, I asked Jake kind of what he watched and what I watched and what we know. And it sounds like, Jake, you really only focused on the Nintendo stuff.
0: That is correct, Cameron. That's where I put most of my attention, watching all the Nintendo Direct direct stuff. And yeah, yeah, I've searched for a few other
1: other things and paid attention to some other stuff, but it was mostly Nintendo. Okay. So I also mostly watch the Nintendo one. I got a few things to say about the Microsoft slash Bethesda conference and, uh, get uh, some opinions on that and then we'll move on. So a few things about E3. E3 used to be freaking Christmas for us <laughs> nerds, right? Yep. I should have looked at more history beforehand, but was, you know, the summer event. If you We're in middle school, especially like when G4 was still on TV. G4 was the place to be watching E3, seeing all these games, seeing the show floor, seeing all these people. And it was always your dream. It's like, oh my gosh, what if we get to go to E3 one day? Like, that would be so cool. (laughs) And then you later find out that E3 was actually a crowded mess, only open to like the press and other developers. I never knew that because they didn't open their doors to guests until 2017 i want to say Hmm. where they let in like ten thousand randos and this year was all digital last year it got canceled entirely due to covid and then each company just kind of released their own announcements around the same time but happened this year it was all digital which i mean that means nothing for us right (laughs) we were watching it on the internet anyway yeah so glad it got to happen but Jake, what was your just overall impression? If you could summarize how you felt about this year's E3 in a couple words. A couple words. I might say unimpressed and different.
0: Not going to lie. Yeah. Why would you I say mean, different? Just the format. It was all digital, like most things are because of COVID. But on top of that, it's like, okay... That seems to be the normal way for people to look up information these days. Like, yeah, E3 is great. It was amazing. But now it's just a Google search away. And (laughs) it's not as special now, it seems like. So I was not super impressed with it, um, to be honest.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. But to be fair, the Nintendo Direct digital event has has been a staple for a few years now. So they've yeah. been digital and then they do their live treehouse event afterwards mm-hmm. which is some employees playing the games for you. Yeah. And you know, I've kind of I've liked their their directs cuz I because they're so direct, right? It's yeah. not a lot of goofing around on stage. Yep. And oh my gosh. I <laughs> <laughs> so I will say to start off, I was so glad that Ubisoft was digital because I hate their conference so much every year. <laughs> And if you ever watch E3 live and you're like watching through the chat windows, everyone's just like, cringe, cringe. Oh, this is so cringe, cringe. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, these aren't stage actors. These are employees who go out and try to hype you up about this game. But Ubisoft in general, holy cow. I want to see their script because it has to say, pause for applause, like every two lines. And I hate it. Like they'll walk out and be like... My name's Cameron, and I work on video games. And then just like awkwardly stare right out at the crowd and wait for people to go, <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> games. Now some of you don't know this, but I'm here to tell you about a new game. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! they paused like crazy and i hate it it's like you didn't say anything stop pausing for applause (laughs) but anyway they didn't get to do that this year which was great oh well it's not their fault that their
0: applause sign light up (laughs) board is probably faulty
1: that's probably the case (laughs) (laughs) oh well well. you know what
0: they they saved their soul they they saved the embarrassment this year for another for another time that's all
1: yeah yeah So I'll go over the the non-Nintendo things. We can talk about those and (laughs) try to to explain things as best I can. But honestly, there wasn't a lot of standout things, I thought. It was a lot of expected things. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So Microsoft and Bethesda kick it off because they are now partners, right? Microsoft owns Bethesda. Yes. And their first really cool announcement... That stood out to me was a game called Redfall. Now, it showed no gameplay, but a really long cinematic trailer, and it's about these people basically hunting vampires in an apocalyptic city, and there are all these like super unique, kind of cartoony characters, and I really know nothing about it. But it is made by Arcane, which is who makes Dishonored, so. I have very high hopes for that. Right now they have Deathloop coming out soon. That's made by Arcane. Hopefully that will be great. It looks great. The One of the standout things about this is that it will be Xbox and PC exclusive. And a lot of people have been wondering, like, now that Bethesda is owned by Microsoft, how are they going to deal with that? Are they still going to share their games? Are they mm-hmm. going to come out with PlayStation? And it seems, at least here xbox is keeping it to themselves i don't know what's gonna happen when it comes to the real big ones like you know elder scrolls 6 and starfield but yeah.
0: who knows Hmm, who knows indeed i would expect those to become microsoft exclusives
1: yeah i mean that's a whole discussion where it's like what well, what fiscally makes sense f- for them to do i don't know yeah oh. Uh, That'll be interesting to look forward to. Yeah. Huh. Okay. They also talked about Starfield. So Starfield was revealed years ago with just a logo. Mm -hmm. And they didn't really show any gameplay of it. They really just showed a cinematic trailer and had a, like a behind the scenes of Todd Howard, you know, the Bethesda boss. And he basically said, it's going to be Skyrim in space. Okay. So I don't know what that means. I hope it's great. I hope it's a good sci-fi game. I wonder how it's going to differ from Fallout. I guess it'll be prettier than Fallout. Not so <laughs> gritty and destroyed. But they announced the launch date, which was pretty surprising because we've known, known nothing about this for a very long time. Uh-huh. In fact, apparently everyone thought Starfield was Redfall when like Redfall was leaked like two years ago or something. Uh-huh. And... It's coming out November 11th, 2022. But we didn't really get any gameplay. Just a cinematic trailer. But it's good to know we've got something from Bethesda coming out next year. Yes. After that, we've got... (laughs) And this wasn't really Microsoft-related, but Blizzard announced at their conference that the Diablo 2 remake comes out September 23rd this year. And... Oh, I'm excited for that. Did you ever play Diablo 2? Nope. I could could do a whole episode about Diablo 2, but loved that game. And the remake looks beautiful. So I will definitely be checking that out. I know Blizzard has done this in the past. They did a StarCraft re-release. They did a WarCraft 3 re-release and everyone got very upset with the WarCraft 3. it was it was not done very well so hopefully they make up for it here but very happy to see that yeah
0: yeah no kidding you know what that's that's a game that i've been really like looking forward to playing but i've never actually played it you've recommended it to me
1: many times (laughs) yeah back in the early 2000s so i wonder how that game plays for someone who's never played it Like, sure, it'll look really pretty, but it's got these really old mechanics to it that I don't know if you'll enjoy them or not. Yeah. I played a clone called Fate. Ooh. I have not heard of that. But probably not as good as Diablo. Probably. (laughs) And then after that, obviously, the big hitter here is Halo Infinite. Halo 6. Which, man, it's been a while since Halo 5. Uh, Halo Infinite was a little disappointing last year. They they did a big reveal at last year's E3, and everyone's like, mm, "This doesn't look next gen." Okay. And gave Microsoft a lot of crap for that. I personally didn't care. It's like we've come on, we've hit a graphical standstill. Now the only mm-hmm. thing we're improving is frame rates and load times. Yeah. And they're like, "Nope, it's not next gen enough." So they delayed it a year, and <laughs> they announced it is coming out this fall. They didn't give us an exact date. But I think it looks really good I'm very curious to why Master Chief is back in Like his Mark 2 Or Mark 6 armor I forget, but it's the Uh same armor From Halo 2 Yeah, And it's like, but you've changed armor every game How'd you get this armor back? Is it explained in a cutscene? I don't know It's just as mysterious as Master Chief will always be Whoa (laughs) But but Halo 5 had really good multiplayer, but the campaign was awful, Mm. and everyone hated on that. So hopefully this fixes that. They're going for a more open-world approach, so really kind of changing the gameplay a bit. So I'm excited to see what that looks like, but obviously the the main draw always to Halo is the multiplayer, Mm -hmm. and it looks great. It always looks great. Yeah. And it is going to be free-to-play. Ah, interesting. Yeah. So they're taking a note from, you know, most, a lot of modern multiplayer games now are like free-to-play and then you buy a battle pass. That's how they make their money. Yeah. So I'm not sure if you get added benefits from buying the campaign and then like maybe you get like a free battle pass or something with the multiplayer. I didn't look into it too much, but basically what it means is it's going to have seasons on rotation where like mm-hmm. during this season here is all the type of armor you can unlock all the the cosmetics and i do know that the first season is themed around reach huh. so you'll be getting uh armor that looks like the spartans from halo reach and things like that gotcha i like that yeah that sounds sustainable seasonal yeah and hopefully that means you know long continued support making sure it stays, stays good because as far as we know, Halo six is the end of a trilogy. Who Mm -hmm. knows how long it could be till the next Halo.
0: That's true. At the end of a trilogy, if it's successful enough, they will always find a way to integrate a new game to the story. (laughs) That's true. It's Halo. It's not going anywhere. (laughs) That is true. It's like star Wars, you know? Yeah. They're always going to make a new one. That's right. Regardless of what ends. Wink, wink. Nothing ends. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> ends. The missions change. They always do.
1: Are you sure? And then as I explained to Jake before we started, if you didn't know this, Sony pulled out of E3 years ago. They're like, we're done with this Big showboating thing. Actually, I don't know what their reasons are at all. But Th- Sony, just that. <laughs> they uh, they do their own thing now. So, Jake, you were saying you are disappointed there wasn't any Last of Us news. Yeah. To which I say, not yet, because I don't know when they do their summer event or their news, but it's still coming. Yes. Yes. Positives to look forward
0: to. That is what I'm looking forward to the last of us remake (laughs) which is in
1: development i know that yes we have heard rumors of that so it's not a total loss right okay should we talk about the real meat here the real meat the the nintendo stuff the bacon yes let me do a quick scan of my list make sure there's anything else that was worth talking about um outer worlds 2 i haven't played the first one Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, a Borderlands spinoff. Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. I didn't even know that was a thing. Hmm. Forza Horizon 5, don't care. <laughs> oh, there's a new Plague's Tale. You like Plague's Tale. Oh, yeah. Yeah, heck yeah. Oh, Somerville. Uh, this looks Freaky. Or interesting. So did you ever play Limbo or Inside? Yes, I did. Did you play both? I played Limbo. Okay, so Limbo's great. You need to play Inside. Okay. Which, it's not really a sequel, but it's from the same studio and similar mechanics. Hmm. Is so good. So they have a new one coming out called Somerville or Somerville. And it's, it's like a stylistic side scroller and it looks like there's some sort of like alien invasion happening or something. You're escaping with your family and the trailer is really cool, but it also scares me because you've got, it looks like you're trying to save your family. And so there's some scenes they're running right behind you. You've got a dog with you and it's like, Oh, these games I know are kind of dark. Like that dog better not die at any point. Keep that dog alive. Oh, all right. Yeah. Now, now that I'm thinking about these dark games. <laughs> Oof. But surprisingly, that is announced for 2022. You'd think indie games announced to E3 would be coming out this year. But anyway. You'd think. You'd think they'd be coming out really fast, too. Yeah. So, all right. Let's get to
0: the Nintendo of it all. Yes. First, I would like to offer an apology. If anyone hears any construction over the speaker... There's construction going on right outside because there was an earthquake that damaged water pipes. Oh, when? A few days ago.
1: Dang. It, it woke me up. <laughs> we had an earthquake here just a few days ago. <laughs> Supposedly. Really? Yeah, everyone's like, oh, did you feel the earthquake? And I'm like, uh, no. But, <laughs> so I was here alone. Lindsay was at school. And at one point, I thought I heard her pull in. And I, like, peeked out the window. I was like, oh, no, no one's here. And then she came home, like, 45 minutes later. She said, do you feel the earthquake? I said, no, when? She said, about 45 minutes ago. Huh. It's like, oh, well, I thought you pulled in and no one was here, so maybe that was it. But apparently it was not felt by many. So you heard the earthquake. I guess so. How about you, listener? Did you feel an earthquake? Oh, dang. <laughs> the whole earth rumbled that one day. It's not called an earth rumble, Jake. You're right. It's called an earthquake. <laughs> okay. Let's let's move on. So, what do you want to start off with for Nintendo here? Well, let's talk about a game that was potentially
0: revealed at E3. I'm just joking. I'm just being an idiot right now. What are they um, talking about? Let's talk so nintendo did announce a lot of cool games uh i was interested in some of them some of them Mm -hmm. not so much um it seemed like there were a lot of rehashes uh like continuations of former series and uh, existing series and also a lot of i guess hd remakes it seemed like yeah so the first one i want to talk about or at least mention is fatal frame Maiden of Black Water.
1: As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, Jake's going to like this. Oh, yeah. I love my scary games.
0: So I did play all the other Fatal Frames prior to this. uh, On top of saying that, I know I said this a long time ago, it is probably the scariest game I've ever played. Uh, It's very, very Japanese. And Mm -hmm. it's also a great inside look into the Japanese culture, if any of you are ever interested in learning more. Although, of course, the game is very scary. Uh, This particular one looked fun. But I didn't see anything unique to it. It didn't show anything new, other than the fact that it's just a new game, same kind of stuff. You know, take your pictures, stop the ghosts. Yeah. But it looked cool, at least. What do you think, Cameron? <laughs>
1: um, I'm not gonna play it, but okay. it, it looks it looks fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, it looked like it same. It
0: I mean it looked like the same pattern that Fatal Frame always follows. So. I hope it does it well.
1: And that's uh, all I've got to say about that. Nice. (laughs) So I'll I'll echo kind of what you said of a lot of rehashes and just a lot of like little indie things that's just like, why was this worth E3 screen time? (laughs) Like this could have been an email, you know? (laughs) And like just things like Worms Rumble, like everyone knows the the Worms (laughs) games right there's yeah. just like little strategic moving worms around very uh, cute very violent cute, but it's also like <laughs> who cares like i don't who was watching e3 like what a new worms game wow yeah. time well spent <laughs> apologies if that's exactly how you reacted but <laughs> sarcasm not included <laughs> it's just a lot of wasted screen time i felt like First, they're like, oh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 coming to Switch. It's like, okay. If they didn't play it on Xbox a year ago, like, this isn't that exciting. This didn't need to be at E3. Yeah. What else? They rehashed more Mario & Rabbids Sparks of Hope. It's like, you couldn't have coordinated with Ubisoft here? They already announced this. So you (laughs) got to announce it again. Same with Square Enix's Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like, we already saw this. they yeah. could have just tacked on and coming to switch at the end of that trailer so either nintendo
0: was trying to stretch the content that they had or didn't because have. they didn't have enough uh, exactly or <laughs> didn't have because they didn't have enough or they're just maybe trying to jump on the bandwagon of glorifying indie games all of a sudden because that's kind of big on the switch right now indie it games. really is that's a good point highlighting all the i guess smaller scale things that uh deserve a shout out but still yeah i mean i'd rather see indie games or at least new exciting uh fun ideas as opposed
1: to just like an hd remake yeah personally well okay so speaking of hd remake there is advanced wars one and Mm two reboot camp coming out okay and i never played the advanced wars but i know people loved them yeah, and they've been wanting like a new one to come out forever. So I'm sure people seeing this are very excited. It's like you know fully overhauled 3D graphics. It looks great. It really does. And if you've if you don't know what Advance Wars is, it's basically Fire Emblem but with tanks and troopers, and they're kind of like these cartoony caricatures. And that's really all I know about it. But okay, ho- hopefully people are excited for that.
0: Maybe that's a good way for new people or people new to that series or franchise to get into it playing the hd remake
1: (laughs) and honestly i would agree with you but i know it's going to be 60 dollars, and it's so hard (laughs) to get into thing to to really try things new when games cost so much you know yeah i've noticed that as we've gotten older that i only go in on the things that i know are going to be good i don't gamble on any game yeah what's the point is it gonna be worth your time in 60 dollars?
0: it's tough in this modern age it's so easy to make a game and there's so many games that come out they're all competing for our attention but they're all so expensive (laughs) Uh (laughs) i mean i guess you could argue inflation has kind of even things out
1: over time but i don't know still is it i mean inflation's tough I feel like prices are going up while salaries stay the same. Yeah. And even look at, like, a PS5 game is $70 now. That's rough. Yeah, It's pricey. We,
0: we got to enjoy the games that we did buy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's why we <laughs> keep replaying 20.
0: the same games. Yes. And why we will continue to do so, which is why we're here to talk about it, because we love that
1: kind of thing. I'm really excited about uh, Super Monkey Ball. What do you think? Oh, so... I've never really played those games too much, but they look so cute. But is this an <laughs> is this a new game or is it just a an amalgamation of like a bunch of past monkey balls?
0: I feel like at this point even if it was a new game, it would just be the previous <laughs> super monkey balls it's the same gameplay. <laughs> They really all are the same. I mean, it looks fun. I love Super Monkey Ball just because of the nostalgia factor. I grew up with it and it's fun, but I don't expect anything new or quirky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, maybe the brand name on the bananas has changed. That's about it. Because <laughs> for maybe. a while, the Dole logo was on the bananas.
1: Huh. Yeah. I yeah. wonder if they're still
0: Dole sponsored. wonder if it's like Chiquita now or something.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Totally joking. Okay, <laughs> so that's so, that. Let's uh, let's try to ramp up to like the big first party stuff. Yes, uh, I'm just looking at the list of of things here worth mentioning. Uh, there's another Monster Hunter Stories two coming out. I've never got into Monster Hunters, but I've I've heard that Monster Hunter Stories one it was incredible. So I'm sure people are excited for the next one. Oh, here it's true. It's yeah, huge I, over here. Yes, it is. How about let, let's let's talk about one that was announced a while ago but we saw a little more today and that is Mario Golf Super Rush. So Jake, this is this is made just for you. So tell us about <laughs> this new Mario Golf and why you are pumped. Why am I pumped? Because I love
0: Mario Golf. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like uh I like how they're kind of adding a RPG feel to it. The the thing that made the um Game Boy Advance, so amazing! The fact that you can level your character up mm-hmm. and kind of make it this adventure—you uh, know, not just going to a course, but like going to a world of courses—and you can also create your own character, which I think is really amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what I'm really excited about. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a new Mario Golf.
1: Yeah, and it is pretty featureful, I'd say. So, mm-hmm. like you said, the the whole RPG mode, but then they've really been promoting this speed golf mode mm-hmm. that looks so interesting where kind of reminds me of when back when we talked about toadstool tour i was like oh it'd be cool if you could get in a golf cart and drive to your ball <laughs> that's almost literally what's happening here yeah it's where you can have four players and you all tee off at the same time and then just basically race to finish the hole mm-hmm. i don't know how much it considers like your strokes or if it's j- literally just speed But it looks hilarious because you all tee off at the same time and then just take off sprinting. And then at that point, it basically becomes Mario Kart, (laughs) but you're running. But you get like power ups where you can speed boost past people or freeze them. And then you just hit your ball again and race to the hole. And it looks hilarious because they've added King bob into the game. He's (laughs) He's <laughs> King but Bombs, a playable character. So you see this giant mustached bomb running next to Mario, and it it looks awesome.
0: <laughs> yes, it does. I'm really excited about it. It, you know, oh my gosh, uh I, I'll probably still just play the most basic forms though. <laughs> Usually when I gravitate to Mario Golf, it's still like the boring basic stuff, just a regular stroke play, because <laughs> it's relaxing.
1: I yeah, it. it is. It really is. And maybe that's it. I like that kind of vibe. But yeah, I'm definitely... I'm proud of Nintendo for like how fleshed out this looks. Because <laughs> I feel like too often they put out a sports game and it's just disappointing with the features in it. Which leads yeah. to this next game. And that is the Mario Party Superstars. Coming out to Switch. And I say that it leads to this because they didn't really put effort into the last one that came out. So... Uh, it's just called Super Mario Party on Switch, and I was very excited for this, but they put it out and then just dropped it. Like, they, there's been no updates, there's been no DLC, there's been no support for Super Mario Party at all, and it just made me really angry. It's like, I paid $60 for this, and you give me four maps? Four maps! <laughs> That's it. And sure there's some new modes that i think are really cool like the the multiplayer 2v2 is really good mm-hmm. but again it was just kind of it was put out in the wild and left to die and mm-hmm. seeing this announcement for superstars it's like are you kidding me like this should be dlc for super mario party oh. you're gonna make me pay 60 dollars for this new one that's literally a superstar version It's a remake of past levels and maps from, like, the N64 era.
0: Hmm. Well, shoot. When was the last time a good Mario Party really came out? Like, a truly good Mario Party that isn't, like, 20 years old?
1: That's a good point. I know people definitely lost attention in the Wii era when it started turning to, like, everyone rides around the map together and, and weird mechanics like that. Yeah, I mean, even during the GameCube era, it got stale. That's true. Because I had I loved four, and then I ended up trading five away. Hmm. Well, shoot. You know, maybe we'll m-
0: maybe Nintendo will learn. They seem to make a lot of goofy mistakes sometimes. They really need to do something good with Mario Party. It deserves yeah, it. And it a does. lot of people. A lot of people need this right now. People love Mario Party now they need to start having a reason to love it
1: yeah and like i want it because if you don't know what it is basically they've taken the greatest hits of past maps and modernized them so they look really pretty and a bunch of mini games and these mini games are all just controller based there's no motion control in them yeah. And a lot of the ones on Super Mario Party were motion control, and people didn't like that because you couldn't play it in handheld mode. If you had mm-hmm. a Switch Lite, you couldn't play it at all because you Ooh. have to take the Joy-Cons off to play this. Huh. Yeah, I wish there was, like, a mode where it could be, like, just turn off turn off all the motion-controlled games and just let us play the, the normal ones. So I'm glad that's how Superstars is because you can play it in handheld. You can play it with a standard controller, mm-hmm. and... It seems like they've really upped the online functionality in it as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm I'm glad. I just don't know if I'm gonna get it. I don't. It's like, do I want two Mario Party games on my Switch? Hmm. But we'll see how the reviews are.
0: Yeah, and to dispel some of this uh, lamenting and worrying, we can talk about some more quirky party games from another game that's Nintendo-ish. It is (laughs) Nintendo-ish. I know where you're going. uh, That I'm very excited about. (laughs) What is that? And that is our wonderful game, WarioWare Get It Together. Get it together. Yes. I love WarioWare so much. And this was my favorite thing, probably, (laughs) from (laughs) Nintendo. I I figured it would be. (laughs) Having played so many WarioWare games... It's like, WarioWare, well, first off, if you're not really familiar with it, it's designed to be kind of presented as a separate company, presented by Wario, like, it's not made by Nintendo, it's made by WarioWare, and he comes on with this cringy voice, it's supposed to look terrible. Um, exactly. Like, he kind of interrupts everything and presents this new game, uh, and all <laughs> the characters from previous WarioWare games look to be returning, and you've got this whole new set of these quirky mini games that last probably five seconds that you have to micro games. Yeah, exactly. Micro games. And, uh, uh, this one looked really interesting because not, well, of course it's on the switch, but it looks like it's almost adaptable. Like you can, you can complete the micro games in different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, not just like shake the controller, but turn it to the side, that kind of thing. Whereas in previous games, you you can only complete it in one way. Drag this thing here. Oh, that's not the case anymore. And that's that's what really kind of got me into this one and Mm -hmm. got me excited for it. And that really does well with the fact that you can play while you're holding the switch in handheld mode, or in the dock on the TV with friends.
1: Yeah. Anyway, what were your thoughts about that, Cameron? So yeah, I was was happy about what you just said. How. It can be played handheld, so it's it's not, well, and on the TV, because it's not just touchscreen-based. You know, you'd think that'd be where they would go with it, because a lot of the past ones on DS and 3DS and things like that are, you mm-hmm. know, touchscreen-based. So I'm glad that's not the case. It actually looks like it's, it's mostly about moving a character around the screen. Yes. And... If again, if you've not played WarioWare, he has like this cast of kooky side characters who look <laughs> nothing like Nintendo first party characters. Um, he's the only one that looks Nintendo ish. And so he's got these other weird guys. And basically, I don't know if they're unlocked or what, but you can play through these micro games as any of these characters, and each one has a different ability. So, uh-huh. like Jake was saying, games can be played differently based off of who your character is. Mm. And I just thought, like, oh, what a cool way to add longevity to this. Yeah. To go back and play it as each character and see how it's solved differently. Yeah,
0: totally. Um, it looks like it's bringing in elements from most of the previous WarioWare games. Because when I first started playing it on GameCube, it was just moving the control stick or right. pressing buttons at a certain time. Um, after that, it only got more interesting. So WarioWare Twisted was on the Game Boy Advance, and that required you exclusively to move the DS around. Uh, um,
1: on the Advance?
0: Yes. there was. So did, a, it,
1: did it come with a gyro in the cart?
0: Yeah, the cart was this huge thing with a gyroscope. <laughs> it's actually really cool. Um, yeah, it sounds like it. And then it got really cool on the DS, where it was mostly just touching the screen in different ways.
1: So that's the one I had
0: yeah, and then it got even cooler with uh, smooth moves on the Wii, where you'd mm-hmm. be moving around. Uh, so I really hope that this new game integrates a lot of movement, a lot of physical movement, like getting up and out of your seat, because that was, in my opinion, the most fun
1: of all the WarioWare games, was when you could actually move. That's interesting. I, d- I did not get that vibe from this new one. It, it seemed to be more just control stick based. Okay. But- uh who knows maybe there's more to it
0: who knows let me tell you so get it together nintendo yeah maybe
1: they are getting it together <laughs> so <laughs> there's a, uh, I i think three franchises left we should hit so first off let's talk about smash bros what no one saw coming a new <laughs> smash fighter yes and this was what they they kicked off the conference with <laughs> with this new character dropping Ganon off a cliff. And they made sure to focus on Ganon because they know everyone was there for Zelda. That was the Uh-oh. main attraction to this. And it's like, oh, look, maybe this is a Zelda game. It's like, well, that's the wrong model of Ganon, so we know it's not the new <laughs> game. <laughs> so they announced the new character is Kazuya, which is one of the main fighters from Tekken.
0: Mm.
1: I saw this and it was just like, who cares? Uh, there's always so much hype about a new Smash release. And I know the fans overhype it. We're like, oh, maybe it's Master Chief this time. But we've gotten, you know, crazy ones like Banjo and Minecraft Steve, which you know, I don't care from Minecraft Steve, but <laughs> it's just like. These these lead fighting characters like we already had Ryu and Ken and Terry and now this Kazuya who just they just look so generic you know <laughs> and it looked like he had a very complex move set so maybe it's really gonna throw in a lot of crazy inputs you have to do directional things to make it you know just like his tech and move set but I don't know how did, how did you feel about this well. As unimpressed as I was, I see the
0: appeal of adding new characters from crazy franchises because that only brings in those fans and it creates hype for them. But on that same token, like I think Super Smash Bros. is long overdue for something new and exciting and really different, which it doesn't seem like it's brought that in a long time. Let's be honest. Just new characters, really, and new yeah. levels. But like nothing new and
1: exciting other than that. Well, to be fair, I don't know what more could be done to Smash Bros. That's true. Well, we must, we, we must have reached a plateau then with Smash Bros. I, I think you're right. It's not. Is it, yeah. It, it couldn't. They couldn't change it much. And that's why they're like, well, the next one, we're just putting in everything. Right? Because that was <laughs> the next step. There's not a ton of innovation left for that series. Or I think they would have found it.
0: Exactly. We've yet to create that that sense of excitement
1: from the original Smash Bros to Melee. That's yeah. yet to be created again. <laughs> well, I mean, it's still great. It is. It's just like I was disappointed with that character reveal. It's like yeah. I do not <laughs> care about this. And to argue what you said, it's like they're bringing in Tekken fans. Everyone loves Smash Bros, so I don't know how many new people you're gonna get because like, whoa, they got Kazuya from Tekken. Let me get <laughs> over there finally. Like, I, I don't believe that's the case. I think everyone plays Smash Bros. either way. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I was wanting. It's just it wasn't him. He's just so bland and like okay, yeah. cool. We're probably biased because we're not really big Tekken fans too. That's true. I'm not. But if you wanted to bring in a fighting character, like where's Scorpion? Where's Raiden? Let's get some <laughs> Mortal Kombat fatalities in there. <laughs> where's Rossetti? <laughs> Said he, oh, that'd be, well, he's already a, is he an assist trophy? He is an assist
0: trophy. He annoys you with his random text that blocks the screen. Oh, yeah. all right.
1: There. <laughs> well, it's just like, why are you still holding out on Waluigi? I know he's an assist trophy, but just freaking bring him in. He better be the last character because he's such a meme. But it's true. Anyway, we don't need to talk <laughs> this long about it. So there, there's two games left here. Which one do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about uh, Metroid first. Okay. So... Clean it up. This was the, in my opinion, the most exciting part of the conference. Awesome. They basically kick it off with saying like, oh yeah, we're still working on Metroid Prime 4, but you're never actually going to see it. Uh-huh. But here's Metroid Dread. Uh-huh. And oh, oh my gosh. I am so excited for this like the disappointment of the whole conference kind of overshadowed me for a while. I we just like, Oh, that sucked. But then I thought I uh, watched more on dread. And I was like, man, they did not give this enough like hype. Yeah. Especially cause it's coming out so soon. I think it comes out in October of this year, mm-hmm. but Metroid dread is a side scrolling, uh, 2d with 3d graphics, Metroid game. Yeah. And it, I never realized how connected all the side-scrolling ones are. Yeah. So they're all a continuation of the same story, and this is the fifth. This is a direct sequel to Metroid Fusion on the Game Whoa. Boy Advance. Wow, that's been a while. And it's been a long while. So it made me look this stuff up. So apparently this is all part of the same series, and Dread is technically the finale of this uh, FIQL. 5 What do you call a series of 5 five-quel. <laughs> uh sync sink, <sinkhole. laughs> uh, <laughs> i don't <laughs> pentology pentology <laughs> so uh i looked back at the list because now i want to replay all of these before this comes out mm-hmm. uh there was the original metroid on the nes came out in 1986 metroid 2 same as returns came out on the game boy in 1991 super metroid on the super nintendo in 1994 metroid fusion on the game boy advance in 2002 and then finally now, Dread on the Switch in 2021. And it's just crazy. It's like, wow, thats they're all on a different system. Mm-hmm. They span years. Then there was a few remakes in there. So we got the Metroid Zero Mission on Game Boy Advance, which came out in 2004. That is a remake of the first Metroid, which is like perfect because I don't want to play the original one. Yeah. I want to play this remake. Yep. So I was looking it up, trying to find it on eBay. Apparently it's super rare. Like, the really? original carts are going for, like, 125 bucks. Whoa. Yeah. So I thought, like, screw that. I'm going to emulate it. So I actually found on eBay, though, there are people who just sell, like, who do reprints of things. So it's not uh-huh. genuine. If I got one for 15 bucks and it looks like the real cart and is going to play just like it, it's not here yet. But excited to play <laughs> through that. And then there's also the Samus Returns remake that is on the 3DS which came mm. out in 2017 so there's a very modern way to actually play through all these games well as modern as the game boy advance and playing super metroid on your switch
0: <laughs> instead
1: of on a super nintendo but anyway yeah. uh that was a very long-winded way say so this game looks so good it looks dreadful oh and yeah it does samus's armor looks really cool uh-huh. but uh tell us more jake what what did you take from this trailer what I took from it was
0: just how long it's been <laughs> since... No, I'm, I'm serious. Like I remember the last time that I saw anything related to a side-scrolling Metroid game was on that free DVD that you got at GameStop <laughs> talking oh, yeah. about Metroid Fusion. I still remember all those trailers. But um, uh, what I noticed with this one was just how dark it looked. It mm-hmm. looked almost like a survival type game it looked creepy it looked gritty it -hmm. didn't look cheesy and that's what i really liked about it but not not being a super hardcore metroid fan this one did catch my attention so Mm -hmm. there's got to be something to be said about that that's that's yes good point but when they first started the video out i didn't know that it was going to be a side scroller i
1: thought like oh cool another 3d metroid game oh wait hold on Uh uh-huh (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and you'd think, like, oh, side-scroller, that's that's old news, but, man, those games are still so fun. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason the term Metroidvania is a thing, because they nail the formula. Uh-huh. It's a lot of fun. So, the big title thing here, Dread, is that you're being pursued by the Emmys, which are these robots, or one robot is stalking you through the game And this was inspired by Metroid Fusion. Because you're being pursued by the X variant, I think it's called, that's like possessing your old Varia suit Mm -hmm. and pursuing you through the game. And these were like some tense moments and caused dread. So they're really uh, homing in on that. Apparently, the main producer, he wanted this game to come out back in like 2004 on the DS. so dread has literally been in the work since then but the ds couldn't pull off what he wanted for the ai i believe and so now we're finally seeing it here and i'm just so excited for this yeah i am too to be honest and it's so soon Mm -hmm. october so very happy to play that hopefully i can play through the previous four before then (laughs) but <laughs> good luck start now go we we have so many games to play through as we talk about them and in, in the podcast yes. and so. we are we are trying folks <laughs> we'll see we're doing our best all right shall we move on to the last bit of news here yeah the last bit of news that i might argue was not
0: very stretched out i guess yep it was I very was quick
1: super disappointed
0: yeah <laughs> um well uh there we go Let's talk about our last game. That would be the new Zelda game, Breath of the Wild 2. Which, honestly, I thought it was just Breath of the Wild 1. Like, (laughs) DLC.
1: (laughs) I mean, mechanically, yes. It looked that way, right? Yeah. Um, It it showed some new things. And, man, you know, everyone went into this conference expecting Zelda. Expecting mm -hmm. this sequel. And... I don't know about you, but I and a lot of the internet have been saying, been predicting that this is coming out this year. Yeah. Like, the first one came out in 2015. hmm And it's like, what? It's already been six years? Man, I'm old. Hey, editing Cameron here. I don't know why I said that. It actually came out in 2017. So I'm not that old. You've had six years. You announced this two years ago, which means you were working on it before that. Yeah. And all you, and you gave us a trailer then. And then you just give us this 2-minute trailer showing similar things. Obviously there are some new mechanics in it. Too yeah. little, too late kind of. And I and I know some of the articles I've seen online is just like, "Oh, yeah, we finally got a trailer for Breath of the Wild 2. It was so exciting." It's like, "Was it though? Did we really see much new things here?"
0: Well, As great as the final product will probably be because it's Zelda. And generally those games get pretty good with quality. Um, You know, it really, like you were just saying, it felt like another announcement, another announcement that we already got. And for a little while, I thought it was just Breath of the Wild 1 DLC. (laughs) Like I I honestly was thinking while watching this, is this going to be something to tie us over while we wait for, oh, oh, hold on. That's the new Zelda game yeah but yeah i guess take it with a grain of salt that's what i'm telling myself to do (laughs) it's gonna be great right
1: (laughs) yeah i things that that we saw in the trailer uh instead of the sheikah slate it looks like link now has like a sheikah possessed arm type Mm -hmm. thing where he's doing he's pulling off powers uh there's a few moments with armor he was wearing where his hair is all like let out Mm-hmm. And I guess he's always had long hair. It's just like in a little ponytail. But it's mm-hmm. cool seeing like his mane of hair flapping behind him as he's skydiving. Yeah. And people are pointing out, it's like, oh, maybe this is why they're re-releasing Skyward Sword HD because that's all sky-based and it looks like a lot of this is taking place in the sky. Huh. Because it's oh. the same Hyrule, but then they've they've taken a bunch of it into the air. So there's okay. going to be new things there. But other than that, uh, the biggest disappointments I saw here was in the initial teaser trailer they put out last year, it looks like, oh, you're going on this adventure side-by-side with Zelda, and like she's got her hair cut into a more like y look, and I really want to play as her. Like I wanted to be able to switch in and out. And and maybe that's still the case. Maybe she got taken to another world that you play through as well. But that trailer immediately shows her being like sucked into the abyss or something. I I wasn't really, I don't know what happened there. But it looked yeah. like she had the Sheikah, the Sheikah slate with her. And it's like, I am sick of her being a damsel. Like, let me play as her. Let, let there be some evolution of this franchise. Yes. Like, I know yes. mechanically, Breath of the Wild is very different from what came before but still it's like, I'm tired of rescuing her. Like it's been 35 years. So (laughs) same story. Let's move forward a little bit. So hopefully she's in it and it's not just you trying to rescue her because we need more story. If it's just silent link, trying to chase her again, it's like, that's what the first game was. And the first game had literally no story to it. And that's my biggest beef with that game other than the lack of traditional dungeons. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. And then the cherry freaking on top of this is that it's like we're aiming for 2022. It's like, are you kidding me? <sighs> and and sure, the the pandemic has not helped. I'm sure that has made it much harder on them. But it's like you give us so little and then say it's still aiming for next year. Yeah, so we uh, might not even get it, knowing Nintendo. Yep. Well,
0: I can tell you, companies have not been closed here. Yeah, they've been they've been working. It's not been uh, it's not been totally closed down. So okay, M- maybe they just had, or maybe they're trying to add more to it. To, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> throwing out random ideas. Yeah, so, you are right. Though we do need to see Zelda in a heroic position, not not just like you know moving around like Smash Brothers or the Philips CDI, which was right. embarrassing. We we don't need meme Zelda. We need like because <laughs> that would be so cool
1: to to play as Zelda, like for real. Uh huh. It'd be interesting, especially because I so many games she she has like this great purpose and is like so much you know stronger and more powerful than Link. And then she just gets sidelined at the end or something like that. I mean, like, look at Ocarina of Time. Technically, she's by your side most of the game. Yeah. She's like this great sage. And then, oh, she's imprisoned in a crystal at the end. You got to save her. It's yep. like, she should be saving you more yep. likely. That'd be really cool. <laughs> Maybe we'll get that. Yeah. Maybe. So hopefully, hopefully there's a lot they're not showing us that will be a wonderful surprise. Yes. Agreed. With Zelda, we, we can give them that uh,
0: benefit of the doubt.
1: Yeah. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. And first, I'm just going to give everyone a quick apology. This episode is, went longer than I assumed it was going to be. So right now, I'm probably going to edit out some of the games we talked about that weren't very notable. So if you're like, Where, what happened to this game? It's like, well, it wasn't a good conversation, so I cut it out to make this episode a little shorter so but anyway to wrap it up before e3 started i asked jake write down five predictions of what we might see at e3 and then we'll see who was most accurate Uh so i tried to say don't don't go with like the obvious ones necessarily uh i i did on some of mine (laughs) and try try to think outside the box and we'll see who's most correct so uh i'll kick it off cool do it so, my first prediction was there would be a new Smash Bros. fighter. Whoa! Whoa. Your prediction came true.
0: It did. <laughs> How about you? Uh, the first one I have here was a new Zelda game, or at least news. So, okay.
1: that did come true, um, technically. <laughs> yeah, so I tried to be more specific with that, because I knew we were going to see more. So, I, I said we'd get the release date which we kind of got. But I also guessed that it was going to come out this year, which ah. was incorrect. Gotcha. My next prediction was there would be a Starfield reveal and we got the opposite really. We got the Starfield it exists and here's when it's coming out, but it didn't reveal really anything about it. <laughs> There's no gameplay. So I was I okay. was mostly right, but yeah. wish I was more right. That is, t- that is totally fair. So, I <laughs>
0: I don't know. I, I guess I was thinking too far out of the box. I was expecting something very quirky from Nintendo. Uh, specifically, something related to VR. But that did not come oh. true. I was thinking a little too far out of the box, I think. <laughs> I mean, they do have, like, the cardboard VR set. Yeah, but I'm thinking,
1: like, something exclusive, hey. something fancy. Well, hey, that's a fun guess. Yeah, didn't come true. Um, My next one, which was heavily rumored, was there would be a new Switch, a Switch Pro, a Super Switch. And that didn't happen, despite there seems to be so much news and and rumor that it exists, but Nintendo denies it. But then again, they denied the Switch Lite until the day they announced it. So (laughs) maybe... I I just figured that that would go hand-in-hand with the new Zelda. So. Maybe if it does exist, it's going to come then, at next E3. Quite possibly. Yeah, we'll see. It didn't happen. Yeah. What else you got? Alright, we've
0: got new Animal Crossing game. Really? <laughs> really.
1: I, <laughs> I was thinking, have, yeah. I would have expected maybe some news about DLC or something, but not a new game. Yeah, you know, that was just me thinking about the
0: success of our wonderful New Horizons, but of course we're still playing
1: it i guess so no um, screw that game <laughs> anyway uh my last one here was a stretch i was really hoping for it was a banjo kazooie remake on xbox oh D- did not happen Yeah, no,
0: that's okay it will one day um, maybe it has to that would be so fun so <laughs> i've got right here uh very similarly to what you said earlier a new nintendo machine oh so separate from Switch, is that what you were thinking? Just something new. Okay. Um, I wasn't very specific. Maybe I should have been. But <laughs> it would have been cool because the Switch has been out for a few years. But hey. well, there's there's the Zelda Game and Watch. That's a new Nintendo machine, or that's is it true. an old one? Eh, okay, good point. We're going to argue <laughs> that's an old one because okay. it's it's yeah rehashing old stuff. So that did not come true. <laughs> uh, well, that was it for mine. Did you have one more? Yes, number five. Okay. My last one, which I guess is incomplete, is news about uh, The Last of Us remake, which I didn't consider <laughs> <laughs> the fact that Sony didn't have anything. Um, so that could still be in the works, but we didn't get anything at E3, so there's no way to say whether or not it's going to come true.
1: Yeah, I I hope it does. I think it will. You know, I'm glad it didn't, because then we'd be going on on The Last of Us rant, and we don't need to do that right now. <laughs> true (laughs) but yeah that'd be exciting i hope it does come true so there we go everyone that is our our welcome back episode to region unlocked season three our wonderful impressions of a mediocre e3 (laughs) i feel like so we zoomed past that
0: what what do you mean i meant like we zoomed through everything zoom But I'm ting. Never mind.
1: I don't get it. We're not even. Is that like a video thing? We're not on Zoom. We're on Facebook Messenger. Well, I meant like E3 was zoomed this year. Okay, it really Um, wasn't. But okay, okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was just a bad pun that did not go so well. Anyway, moving on. All right.
1: Thank you, everyone, for listening. Hopefully, listeners came back. Maybe they're like, "Ah, three month wait. Screw these guys." (laughs) But we've got some good stuff ahead. We've already recorded quite a few episodes i need to start editing and we are in the works of making our 50th episode special and i'm very excited for what we tentatively have planned for you hopefully we can pull it off and hopefully it's interesting but no guarantees on any of those things woo, woo, woo. jake is fist pumping he is very excited yes we've got some stuff for you folks all right well until then my name is Cameron. And I'm Jake. And have a week that was better than this E3. <laughs> Which <laughs> shouldn't be hard. Minasan, sayonara. C-E-L-E-A.